Welcome to the Superbook Sports Podcast. The line starts here as we take you behind the counter for an all-access look at the biggest events in sports. Through the minds of career Las Vegas odds makers, Jay Cornegay and John Murray. Want the very best in odds boost promotions and contests? Download the Superbook Sports app. Follow us at Superbook Sports on social media and head to Superbook.com Superbook.com today. Now let's jump behind the counter and talk with the pros before we get our wagers down. Here's your MC, Ron Kruk. Best week ever. Welcome to the kickoff of the 2022 NFL season and the Superbook Sports Podcast. Ron Kruk on the road this week. I'm so excited to be here at the Superbook at the Westgate with my guys behind the counter, Jay Cornegay, John Murray, the best odds makers in the business. Guys, thanks for uh, inviting me to your humble abode here. Yeah, what do you think? Not bad. I like what you, I like what you did with the place. Pretty yeah. nice. We change it all the time. Can you tell that? Yeah. I was yeah, that Mike Piazza picture is brand new. I thought that was you. <laughs> what? Uh, oh, that's Piazza. Uh, I thought there'd be more John Murray pictures up. Yeah. I'm a Mike, little disappointed. In that. Mike Piazza as a Dodger. Yep. Just can, to clarify uh, that. Can pretty, you say that? I don't know. Before he was traded to the Marlins. Ah, uh, those were good times. Big hurt. Well, here we go, guys. Uh, college football got the spotlight last week. Now we look ahead to the kickoff of the NFL season. Before we look ahead, why don't we take a look back? And, Jay, how did Superbook fare on the first weekend of college football, U.S. Open, and even the UFC? I guess I would categorize that as just above average. I mean, we, we did really well on Saturday uh, for the, during the day. Uh, we were up quite a bit and uh, gave a lot of it back Saturday night as uh, a couple of games didn't go our way. UFC, which I'm sure John will touch on, I think did every favorite cover in UFC, <laughs> My, yeah, which, I mean, much. every parlay oh, hit and uh, took our hits there. But when the smoke cleared, we were pretty in pretty good shape. Sunday was all right. And Monday, we gave a little bit back on Clemson with that late boring cover it was uh something that we thought we uh were going to win for most of the game and then they go down and uh cover yeah um which uh i know a lot of people were complaining about especially those that had the plus of course and the uh, ufc favorites keep coming in john yeah ufc was rough that was that was early in the day the ufc was in paris last yeah. uh, saturday so we did we, we didn't do well in the morning on the ufc we did very well on college football games in the morning and the afternoon and then the late games, like Jay said, they pretty much all went against us. So we had to make some changes staffing-wise with the night guys, Ron. I mean, just <laughs> very poor job. They couldn't get any of the underdogs home for us. What are they very, doing? very disappointing work by the team in the evening. Yeah, we, we well, have some openings. <laughs> I already put my application in. Excellent. But you know what? Now we get to look ahead. And we get to talk about some, some NFL football. And for guys like me, you know, loves football, loves wagering, like a beer here or two. You know, this is like Christmas. I mean, we've been waiting forever. But you two have probably been prepping for this week since the Rams beat the Bengals back in the Super Bowl. For me, it's fascinating that Superbook put up every game almost four months ago. I mean, talk about that process, John. Well, our guys, uh, there's a team of guys doing that, Ron. It's several people. They made numbers on every single game. They made total on every single game. And then once you put them up, it's almost entirely sharp people betting into those numbers. Very, very little what you would call public play on those. So you mm. let the sharper players 
move the numbers the way they see fit. You keep your limits lower on those. You don't want to take more than a thousand or two thousand dollars on those because the market is not very settled. But it's a real challenge, and and our risk team guys, I thought, did an excellent job. Got some good publicity out of out of it. Yeah. They were right a few times. They were wrong a few times. Uh, we like to stress the times they were wrong. Jay and I do. <laughs> Just remind them of all those times more so than the times they're right. Real team effort here. Right. Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, it's so cool. And we'll talk about some of those lines that moved from those uh, four months ago with some movement of players, of course. But uh, looking ahead at some futures, let's. we touched on it a little bit last week, but there are some great futures to bet on at Superbook.com, uh, including who's going to win that Lombardi trophy. Back-to-back wins by the NFC. Uh, current odds for the Super Bowl, the Bills' shortest odds to win, uh, coming in at 6-1. to one. Tampa Bay behind them, four teams behind the Bucks. You got uh, the Rams, Chargers, Packers, Chiefs, Baltimore, and San Francisco after that, and then Denver, Cincinnati, and Vegas. Kind of crazy, all four AFC West teams in the hunt. But, Jay, any liability for the book on Super Bowl futures? Oh, yeah, we got a few... Thought there uh, might big be. numbers, yeah. <laughs> There's a few out there, which is always getting our attention. Maybe not in September, but uh, once we get to December, believe me, we start peeking at this and explaining to our senior executives what's going on. Right. But uh, you know, looking at these numbers are not just about Nevada. They're you know, it's a it's a pool of all our jurisdictions. When you look at Tennessee, Colorado, Arizona, New Jersey, some of these makes sense to me we understand why we have some liability attached to the buccaneers because of what uh, took place uh, earlier this year when brady decided to come back we took some bets on them at 60 to 1 all the way down to 25 to 1 and what are they now 7 to 1 right. so we have some liability on the buccaneers we have some liability attached to the steelers and certainly a lot of liability attached to the raiders here in nevada those are our probably big three that uh, we're not too concerned about, but uh, if you look at the future book and, and the computer, those would be the biggest numbers. But uh, there's some others out there. We got Titans. You know, last mm. last couple of years, the Tennessee Titans have been. Yeah, Tennessee uh, is getting some love from some of the sharps. It's always been, not always been, but the last couple of years, Tennessee's kind of been that sexy future pick mm. by some of the sharps out there. But the Chargers, Chiefs also have some red numbers attached to them. But uh, overall, pretty solid action throughout our jurisdictions on Super Bowl futures. It seems like the Chargers are always up there, too. People uh, jump on them saying, you know, with uh, Herbert there and some of the offensive weapons they have with Eckler, they seem to be uh, an interesting pick as well. But they seem to uh, choke every year. But we'll, we'll get to that in a minute. John, let's talk about some MVP awards. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, two-time defending MVP champ. Can he go for three in a row? Uh, I'm looking at the odds right now, according to Superbook.com. And Rodgers, not the favorite. It's Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes with the shortest odds at 7-1, to followed by Herbert. And then Rodgers coming in at 12-1. to John, break down that MVP race. Could be some voter fatigue there. Giving They don't want to necessarily give Rodgers a third consecutive MVP. I think Allen plays for the best team. I think he's got really good weapons around him in Buffalo. I think he's got an easier schedule than Mahomes and Herbert do. Mahomes and Herbert are playing in that very tough AFC West that you mentioned. That's going to potentially work against them. Although you could argue they're going to be in some really high-scoring games, as will Russell Wilson and David Carr. Could be some very high-scoring games in the AFC West. Could be good for those guys. 
The public's liking Trey Lance, first-year starting quarterback for the 49ers. He's all the way down to 20-1, to one, uh, very popular at the window. And then the other guy they've been betting hard is Jonathan Taylor. And it's been a very long time since a running back won the MVP. I think you have to go back to Adrian Peterson. Correct. Maybe about a, 10 years ago. So it's 2012. It's hard. And, and God, you're good. The league has changed a lot, even in 10. I know that seems recent. It's only 10 years ago. But the league has changed a lot in the last 10 years. It's got even, even more pass happy. Very true. I don't see anybody winning the MVP that's not a quarterback. I've said that about the Heisman Trophy, and I feel the same way about the MVP. It's just a pass-happy game now, stats-driven game. It's going to be one of those quarterbacks. I wouldn't be surprised if it's Rodgers, because I don't think he's going to miss Adams as much as people think. Wow. Interesting. Three-beat? I'm thinking that, the well, the, over the last couple of years, the recent rule changes really have favored the passing game. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they you know, intended to do. So when you couldn't take these guys' heads off across the middle, right. you know, you can't hit the quarterback anymore, don't even touch him. So uh, <laughs> it, it's understandable why, you know, this is a pass-happy league now. I got to look at Lamar Jackson. Watch out for him. Mm, He's a free agent, right? And, contract and, year. Yeah, this is a contract year for him. And yeah. he, from what I'm reading, he's very fired up and, and ready to go this year. I think he's going to be very aggressive. I, I don't think he was last year with his run game. Mm-hmm. But I think this this year he's going to be all over the place. And he's at, what, 16-1? 16, 16 to 1 right now. Mm-hmm. Sure. Not too bad. I wouldn't take, you know, shocking that I would jump on a Bronco. But Kyler Murray at 18 to 1 odds is kind of intriguing to me as well. And then the first non-running back or quarterback that comes up is Cooper Cup at 80 to 1. Cooper Cup, uh, Super Bowl MVP, but I, I don't, I don't know that he'll be able to put up the numbers to win NFL MVP. But he's always wide open. The one thing I'd keep an eye on there is there was some rumors about Matthew Stafford's arm right. during the preseason. But I guess if if you're Cooper Cup and you're wide open on every play, I guess it won't matter too much. <laughs> well, yeah, I think he's it, special player. I think he's cured now. It was like a quick fix too, because yeah. Yeah. one report was like last week said, "Oh, Stafford's in trouble." Yeah. This week he's he can throw it 175 times a game. I guess it, <laughs> that icy <laughs> hot really works. I guess it does. And this segment is brought to you by Icy Hot. <laughs> I, you know, maybe he should have just taken an 11 day vacation. I don't know. Well, mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah, it's been known to happen. I'm glad Rig finally got us some sponsors for the show yeah i see how that's a pretty big that's a big get after this pretty good talk about a guy i have to keep looking at you guys i mean that's That's nice work there rick yeah that's why he's the best producer in the business very good well this is the time to get to superbook.com sign up make a deposit download the app and get in the game or come down here at the beautiful Beautiful Superbook at the Westgate. Uh, sign up for the Super Contest. We will get to that as uh, we're about ready to kick off the 2022 NFL season. Let's talk about some games, guys. Uh, it seems every week number one, there are some major upsets that come through. Last year, it was the New Orleans Saints just smacking Green Bay 38-3. to The Bills losing to Pittsburgh at home. That might have cost him home field advantage. Uh, That was a real tough loss for them. And then this is the stat that blew my mind. Ten home dogs in week number one. I mean, is that high for the beginning of a season? I didn't even remember uh, that, I man. You know, I, I did an interview this this <laughs> afternoon. I, I silenced them. I, I, I did an interview up. this afternoon where they were like, hey, well, you know, 12 underdogs covered week one last season. Uh, do you think it'll that'll repeat itself this year? And I was like, I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I'm sure that Jay and I looked really smart that week. Uh, I don't even – I recall some – I remember Pittsburgh beating Buffalo. 
Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I remember the public was all over Buffalo. We had some VIP players that made like six-figure level bets on the Bills. And I remember we did really well in that game. Okay. And I remember the, the Packer game because Rodgers – Remember they were saying, oh, Rodgers, oh, he's, he's intentionally throwing the season because he's mad at the Packers for not giving him a contract. Right, that old, right. That didn't turn out too well. I never said that. No. Well, Jay no. didn't say that, but I remember people saying that. Um, I don't remember any of the other games. I hope the dogs all cover. Yeah, I'm sure you do. That'd be awesome for us. <laughs> all of them? Maybe not all of them. Most but Most of them. them. Most. Enough, how about enough of them? Thank you. Sure. Enough of them. Well, there's still, I mean, a lot of home dogs. Let's start with the Thursday night game as the defending champion, the L.A. Rams, are actually underdogs uh, to the team that many think could win the Super Bowl would be the first time ever, and the apocalypse could be upon us after that. But the Buffalo Bills come in as a minus two-and-a-half-point favorite, the total 52. But this is one of those games, John, that we've seen some movement in, on the line since you guys opened it. Yeah, probably had the wrong team favor to start that one. Mm-hmm. You know, we opened the Rams favored, and the Rams really didn't have that high of a power rating last year. I know it's funny to say that because they won the Super Bowl, but right. they were only a three-and-a-half, four-point favorite against Arizona in the wild-card game at home. Uh, they were a dog in the second round against Tampa. They were a small favorite against the Niners in the title game, which was at home, and then they were a four, four-and-a-half-point favorite in the Super Bowl against the Bengals, which mm. was in L.A. Yeah, right. Buffalo was the team that had the high power rating all year, not not the Rams. So that, that's why you see the favorite flip to the Bills – There'll be a lot of Bills Mafia at SoFi <laughs> Stadium Thursday night. So I think you got the right team favored now. I don't know that that necessarily means Buffalo's going to win the game, but I think they deserve to be favored. Very good. Great insight. Again, that kicks off the NFL season on Thursday. Let's keep moving, fellas. Uh, a AFC West battle. John mentioned it. Seems like all the AFC teams in that division, uh, the West might just beat each other up. Heavyweight division. Key matchup with the Raiders. Traveling to the Chargers. The Chargers are three and a half point favorites. The total on that game is 52. This is a Sunday game. Jay, a rematch from that the last uh, game of the season where the Chargers could have taken the tie and got to the playoffs. They decided to call that mm-hmm. timeout and they lose in overtime. Maybe a little revenge uh, for them going into this game. I think so. I think a lot of people are looking at that angle as this is a revenge game for the Chargers, but there's just so much optimism in every AFC West camp, including these two, and both of these look to contend for the division and contend for the title. So we open this at four, I believe, in, in May, way back in May. It's been going back and forth between three and three and a half. I think it's settled in at three and a half now over the last couple of weeks. Uh, some say we had some sharp money at three mm-hmm. earlier uh, this summer, but uh, you know that seems so long ago. So right now, the public's favoring the Chargers mainly because of the revenge factor, uh, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure if that's going to be enough. I think that we're going to get some Raider money here probably uh, in the next couple of days, and it wouldn't surprise me if this thing goes back to three. Got it. Okay. The Superbook going to be packed with uh, the black hole. Is this the black hole two now? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. When when they start playing well, and you know, even before they announced that they were moving to Las Vegas, um, we when when the Raiders had that one year 
where Derek Carr was just going off every game. The biggest bet game that we had in the Superbook was the Raider game. Mm-hmm. And, again, that was way before that they announced that they were moving here. So right. it's it's Raider country out here, and there's uh, there's no doubt about that. But when they start winning, it, uh, you see a lot of silver and black, that's for sure. I'm sure you do. I'll uh, hide my Bronco stuff and uh, <laughs> you hide and me the both. corner back there, all right? <laughs> Can I go back in the office? Will you give me a little seat back there? Sure, yeah. I got a safe room back there. (laughs) I might need that. All right. Uh, Keep on rolling. Another classic divisional matchup, the Packers at the Vikings Sunday game, John. We were talking about Aaron Rodgers going for a three-peat as the MVP. Current odds, according to Superbook.com. Packers minus one and a half going into Minnesota, the over under 46 and a half. A lot of people, though, John, seem to be high on the Vikings as maybe a team that could sneak in. Well, they are. The Vikings got rid of Mike Zimmer. They brought in an offensive minded coach. Kevin O'Connell is a new head coach there. They've got a lot of weapons there. I don't really trust Kirk Cousins that much, but I definitely think there's a tricky spot for Green Bay. Their first game of the year, they lost Devontae Adams. They traded him to the Raiders. They're Rodgers is going to be breaking in these new receivers. I think they're going to be fine as the season goes on. But in the first game of the year, they got to go on the road against Minnesota. It's a really tricky spot. I would expect the Vikings to be very popular teaser play. Mm. People are going to tease the Vikings up. And um, I think we'll end up needing the Vikings. But I do think there will be a lot of support for the Vikings as well. Green Bay is always a public team. We always need their opponent just about. Yeah, right. I, don't, I think that's going to be the case. But I do think there will be some sharp support for Minnesota. That's like uh, the Steelers, right? Steelers. Yeah, Steelers. Uh, Dallas is usually one. For, for obviously, for the longest time, New England was probably the poster child of that. Yeah. Chiefs uh, were the last couple Chiefs of years. Chiefs now, yeah, yep. for sure. Now the Bills are right, right up there. Yeah. And speaking of Dallas, uh, let's move on to that Sunday night game as uh, for the second straight year. Dallas opening up against Brady and the Bucks, and and that has not been a good thing for them. Uh, Brady six and zero against Dallas. It's probably why he decided to take that hiatus from camp. He knew he saw they were playing the Cowboys, didn't need that, so he comes rolling in. The Bucks, another uh, favorite on the road. Current odds from Superbook.com. The Buccaneers a minus two and a half. What do you think about this one, Jay? Break this one down for us. Well, I'm looking at the opening number, and it was the Bucks minus one and a half, and and it actually the total is actually up there, fifty one and a half, maybe fifty two. Mm. Um, so it, it's Keeps it's rising. right up there, yes. And and uh, the the line actually was fluctuating between one and a half and two and a half all summer as both teams were having O line issues, mm. especially yeah. the Bucks. And we you know got up to two and a half, then it brought it back down with the news that they had uh, some of the troubles that they had on the offensive line. And then the next thing you know, Dallas has offensive line problems. And it kind of goes right back up. So the current number is two and a half. It's going to be very interesting to see how the public, you know, bet this game because it is a Sunday night game. You know, they love Tom Brady. They love the Buccaneers. But the Cowboys are one of those teams, as John said, that gets a lot of support. So I think it's going to be pretty even by the time we get to kickoff here. Okay, that is the late game on Sunday. And then we wrap things up with a huge 
game in the um, in Seattle Monday Night Football. This was a line that I know personally. I've seen it move up uh, as Denver travels to Seattle. Another revenge game uh, as Russell Wilson returns to Seattle uh, after ten years up there with the Seahawks. This one, I believe Denver opened up at minus four. Current odds from Superbook.com is Denver minus six and a half and the total sitting at 44.5. John, did I get that right? I know there's been some movement in this game. Yeah, we we probably opened that game too short. Uh, Denver opened up three and a half, four point favorite in that game. Now there's six and a half, might even go higher. If all the favorites are covering on Sunday, all the parlays are going to close with the Broncos. Mm. Seattle's quarterback situation is a mess. doesn't matter if it's Geno Smith or Drew Locke. <laughs> it, they're, they're a massive quarterback. And obviously the public is going to be all over Russell Wilson and a revenge spot there. Uh, really a very interesting Monday night game, which we don't get enough of during the season, really. Yeah. Uh, this, one, this one should be very good. We, we're blaming somebody for that line, by the way. There's, yeah. There was ah, reports oh, yeah. in, you know, yeah. in our back room. When we were making this line back in May. You know, yeah. that some of us said it was going to go to six. And I, I'm, and blaming, uh, I'm blaming Rig for not having Jay lead the Bronco Seahawk discussion. Jay's a Bronco fan. I yeah, mean, well, uh, as good as the true. Icy Hot thing was, this was a disaster by Rig. Are you looking at my <laughs> so notes? So he's 50-50. I told you he was on thin ice. Yeah. But uh, okay. I'll tell you, the, yeah, this line went... Did we open three or three and a half? I thought it was three and a half. Okay. Uh, I, I remember I was I was so red with rage at how, yeah. how short we opened that one. <laughs> it was. I was so was. I was so busy yelling at one of our coworkers. I don't remember. But the thing is, the this thing is moved. So mad. Uncontrollable rage. I was just yes. so mad oh, yeah. about he, it. He, he gets it's a little hot. <laughs> how do you do? But, but <laughs> it, was a, it was a struggle that day. It went to three and a half. I mean, open three and a half, all the way up to six and a half right now. And mm-hmm. this hap- this has happened really before the public has actually got to this game. Mm-hmm. They haven't yeah. even bet it yet. This no. is all, you know, educated play through the market. The market has moved three points on this game. So, yeah, now I'm getting enraged. Well, you're probably so now, you're hey, gonna hey, get, calm down. Jeez. Well, you're gonna get some Hulk sharp guys. Sharper guys are laying that number. Mm. Not because they necessarily like the side, but because they know it's going to go up. Interesting. And then they'll be able to play out of their initial position. It doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean they like Denver minus four and a half. Okay. They just know they're going to be able to get a middle for themselves. Do you think we'll see Drew Locke in this game? I hope so. I doubt it. Well, I doubt it. I'm going to go with no. Take the no on that one. Geno Smith, a fellow Mountaineer. West oh. Virginia University, oh, but I oh. don't know There's that he should guy. be starting on oh, Monday Night Football. No, it just moved to seven. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why is the line? You can see it yeah. back there. It just keeps ticking Jay's uh, pressing the bat phone here, changing <laughs> the numbers. It's time for The Big Ticket. Hey, John, any tickets make you do a double take this week at the Superbook? Well, we had a guy, uh, you know, most of the bigger, the bigger bets are going to come in this weekend. There have been some really big future bets, uh, like... 25,000 on the Bucks to win the NFC. Uh, we took that recently. Uh, 25,000 on the Bills, over 12 wins. Over 12? Which we took uh, earlier today, which I thought was interesting. That, that doesn't give much margin for error for them, to go, for them to go 13 and 4. Uh, certainly they're capable of it, but that, that, that division, while obviously not nearly as tough as the AFC West or even the AFC North, they do look like there's some improved teams in there. So yeah. we'll see if Buffalo can get to 13 wins. We'll get the really big bets this weekend, Ron. The VIP customers that we know are coming in, they're landing today, tomorrow. They're going to be here this weekend. It's very exciting to get back to uh, booking the NFL. Let's 
Let's get an update on the ultimate football handicapping challenge. Hey guys, what's shaking in your super contest this week? Jay, give us the details. Come on, it's time to, you still got some time to get into the Super Contest, right? Yep, Super Contest. Uh, registration ends Saturday at 3 p.m. Oh, so time's yes, you, Right now, right now, you have to come into Las Vegas to register. And Let's then you go. can play from home the rest of the season, right? So you do have to show up in person to register with a proxy if you live out of state. And then you'll be able to play in the Super Contest all year. But this year we have 11 in-season contests which has been a big hit over the last uh, few years and um, this year is no different there's a lot of discussion about that as we have all these uh, chances to win money you have 12 chances to win in the this year's super contest but uh, the key is we only got a couple more days left you know get in here and register and uh, there's a lot of cash that's going to be thrown around especially during this season as we have six three-week contests we have three six-week contest and two nine-week contests along with an overall champion so um, a lot of uh, discussion then of course we have the gold which is a five thousand dollar entry fee a big chunk of change there and i think we'll probably be right around a hundred uh contestants there which is about normal uh but that's a winner take all format same format uh you pick five games against the spread just like the super contest each and every week you get a point for a win half a point for a tie you know whoever gets the most is the champion it was cool last night there were a lot of people in line we're talking a tuesday and nine o'clock people still looking to get into the super contest uh very well done speaking of pros man you killed it uh, anything to add on there murray to the super contest discussion no i think i think jay covered it pretty well that's i i, I don't know that's why we brought the pro- i got a i just got i'm the whole time he was talking i was thinking about what contests i'm gonna be in <laughs> my mind was racing about all the money i'm gonna lose in the oh. various contests around this, this beautiful city so i, I kind of blacked out fantastic we're gonna have a camera following him around so that's gonna be fantastic to see as the uh, year goes on all right if you're not here in vegas get to superbook.com before kickoff download the app get in the game superbook is offering some great sign up bonuses and odds boosts and make sure you're following us on all social media platforms at superbook sports all right let's turn the spotlight back to uh some college games before we say goodbye um college football in full swing mm-hmm. i mean last week what a what a stacked saturday or all weekend five yeah. days in a row not as as impressive of a schedule going into this week Week. I, I, I want to say week three, but it's really week two because of week zero. And forget it, it's uh, going in way too deep. But let's talk about maybe one of the bigger games of Saturday as Alabama is traveling to Texas. Huge opportunity for Texas to kind of get back up into uh, where they need to be as number one Alabama comes in. Current odds from Superbook.com. Alabama minus 20, guys. The over-under 65 and a half, John, as they travel down to Texas for a high noon shootout. Big test for Quinn Ewers, the, the new Texas quarterback. He transferred from Ohio State. He's going to have his hands full. You know, this Alabama team, they, they have almost everybody back from a team that was you know, less than a quarter away from winning another national championship last yeah. year. They're absolutely loaded on both sides of the ball. The public is going to be all over Alabama. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely need Texas. They're going to bet Alabama first half. They're going to bet Alabama for the game. They're going to throw Alabama into every money line parlay you can see this weekend. 
along with Chemayev and the UFC and all the big yes. NFL favorites on Sunday. So we'll need Texas. I don't know if that's a good thing for us, Jay. I don't really you, want to be you, against Alabama. You're just rolling them all off, and I was like, oh, here, anxiety, here, go. here it comes. It's right. going to be like just the money line liability will go into that last column on Alabama. Yeah. Mm. And when they're up 21 to nothing with two minutes left in the first quarter, it'll be yeah. time to reach for the remote. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully you have guys like me who picked Utah State plus uh, 42 last week. Yeah. yeah. How about that one? Solid nice. number. I will not do that ever again. Really bad pick. I'm um, never going to do it again. Never. You mean never. bet Utah State against yeah. Alabama? Yeah. Uh, okay. When they, you know, it's going to be a Good big idea. rivalry as they all, you know, <laughs> moving around conferences. Who knows? It's well. Speaking of big lines, uh, how about Hawaii traveling to Michigan? Oh boy. All right. Here we go. Get the calculators out. Michigan right now is a. 51 and a half point favorite. Seriously. Mm. The over under sitting at 67 and a half. Can Hawaii cover the 51 and a half? I've seen bigger. So, telling you. It's very inappropriate. What? Very inappropriate. No, this is remember a family those Oklahoma, show, got, Jay. Oklahoma back in the day was like 60-something, 63, 64. It, it seemed Kansas like week, yeah, week in, yeah. week out. They were just these Sorry. shot at Rig. Yeah. Rig is yeah. really just taking oh, it. Yeah, he's ready to shut his down. You guys won the national championship in college basketball, Rig. Yeah, take it easy. Yes, everybody remembers. No one feels bad for you. Um, so anyway, well, yeah, they can name the score here. I mean, if you want some style points, this is, you know, I – Michigan's chance to do that and I'm when I say style points I mean winning by 60 something and you look at the total what is it 67 and so Hawaii is looking to score uh, a couple points but I I doubt if they're going to score more than seven yeah. I mean my Rams down there I know they only scored seven but uh, I'm looking at uh, I mean it's it's kind of a, a joke of a game to tell you the truth and do I'm you sure get a lot of play on those type of games when there's no. such a massive I mean Alabama of course like you said but like uh, just you know Michigan top ten that type of team do you get a lot of play with those large no, lines no those those type of lines really deter a, a lot of people I mean, they don't want to really lay those type of points they certainly are not going to take hawaii uh you know getting all those points so it's going to probably be a low volume game but people will be keeping an eye on it because of of the story behind it you know it's a 51 and a half point spread yeah. you know seeing a team cover that is kind of just interesting. get a field goal people start <laughs> chanting that that's that's a lot of excitement too uh one more game before we wrap up uh this one's interesting number nine baylor taking on number 21 byu uh saturday night john um you know future big 12 rivalry here yep. as they go at it and um maybe a revenge game to byu lost to uh baylor last year BYU's pretty good this year. You know, BYU's a team to, to really keep an eye on this season. They actually come to Las Vegas on October 8th. They play Notre Dame at Allegiant Stadium. That should be a, one of the bigger games of the year. Nice. As far as this game goes, yeah. Baylor is the defending Big 12 champ. They do come into this game, small dog. This looks like maybe the most competitive big game of the day Saturday. I don't want to highlight Iowa-Iowa State because Iowa – can't actually score touchdowns. Oh, my gosh. So I think in terms of uh, the better matchups this weekend, I think this is the best one on the board. Mm -hmm. I think this one, Tennessee-Pittsburgh looks good. Florida-Kentucky's got some good uh, talking points. But it's actually the best game of the day. To your earlier point, not as good of a college slate as it was last weekend. Yeah, yeah. Last weekend we had some really marquee games, although those games had really big point spreads as well. 
But uh, there were some much better games last Saturday than this Saturday. This week's all about the NFL. Is that Tennessee game in Good Pittsburgh? Point. I believe I it's, yeah. At I believe that it's Pittsburgh? Field, okay. Yeah. I think yeah. that's going to be an interesting game. Pitt, very lucky to beat yeah. West Virginia on Thursday. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That I was felt crazy um, game. possible I cheating game. involved. Um, How about... Florida no, State and LSU. What? Was there cheating them that one, too? Why don't you just kneel <laughs> nah. the ball down and kick a field goal? That was a crazy game, too. Nah, uh, that, well, that let's was, pitch it. I like how they reviewed the, the, the play for like 20 minutes, and then it turned out that the <laughs> clock stopped anyway because the guy got a first down, and it didn't even matter if he was out of bounds or not. Yeah. That was right. terrific. That was a real preview of what we're going to see from the NFL <laughs> officials here over the next few days. I look Perhaps. forward to it. Fantastic. Well, we are ready for week number one of the NFL season. Another stat in 17 of the last 19 NFL season. One team that has finished dead last in the division has come back and won it the following year. So worst to first, you got Panthers, Jets, Giants, Broncos, Lions, and Ravens. You're saying there's a chance. Oh, for the Ravens, there's definitely a chance. I mean, the Ravens are the best Some team. Some good teams right there. Baltimore's the best team. Denver could pull it off. Watch out for the Lions. Ravens. Broncos could win. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, Denver could. I think Baltimore's the best. I think Baltimore might be the third best team in the AFC. Mm. Uh, I'd, I'd put them right up there with Buffalo and Kansas City. They just need to stay healthy. Yeah, yeah they got to yeah. get Last that running game yeah. they're, they're, situated. They're always yeah, banged the up. They're still banged up in the backfield. Yeah. Well, this is the time we are set to go and kickoff is here. Make sure you are following us on all social media platforms at Superbook Sports. And uh, if you are here, the beautiful Superbook at the Westgate, come on down, check out some games. Or if you're in Colorado, head up to the hills and the Lodge Casino all weekend long college football and NFL games. All right, guys, final thoughts before we pull the plug. I'm just looking forward to the week one. It's always exciting. I mean, it, it, the crowd is electric. Everybody, you know, I'm, I tell everybody, everybody's in first place, yes. you know, heading into this, yes. you know. So even the Browns and Jets and Giants fans are, uh, you know, uh, excited coming into this uh, weekend. I thought you meant everybody was in first place in their respective mm-hmm. contests. I haven't lost a single contest play at all Winner. this season. Winner. Uh, so that, that's really a good feeling as we head into Sunday. <laughs> you are on fire, sir. Keep it going. I hope that streak continues. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week. Make sure you're following us on all social media platforms at Superbook Sports. For our VP of Marketing, Kristen Mackey, our producers who who got more airtime than all of us, Mike Rigg and Jeremiah Crow, social media manager, John Hogland, and the hardest working crew in the business, my partners here in the desert, Jay Cornegay and John Murray. I'm Ron Kruk. Thank you for listening and watching. Enjoy the games, everyone. You've been listening to the Superbook Sports Podcast. Superbook Sports Podcast. Featuring Jay Cornegay, John Murray, and Ron Kruk. Hit our subscribe button, rate, review, and never miss out on weekly behind-the-counter access to the biggest events in sports. The Superbook Sports Podcast is a production of Green Roll Media. Green Roll Media. The world's premier sports betting podcast network.